Hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the Greatest for Squares. I'm Amy. I'm Vince. And this is a podcast where we smoke a bowl and talk about building a sustainable off the grid property in California. It sure is. What are we smoking today? Um, I don't know. What are we smoking today? Peanut butter breath. Peanut butter breath. Peanut butter, peanut butter breath. Anyways. How are you? Oh boy, I am exhausted. How are you? I'm tired, but not exhausted. <laughs> so today we have, I guess, a bit of an announcement. We want to just roll with it right off the bat. I think we should. We're getting married. <laughs> um, it has been delightful to chronicle our off-the-grid journey with you on Grid for Squares, and we will continue to do so again in the future, but I'm just so, so overwhelmed with my job and, and other things other yep, that for my sanity's sake, we just need to take a little break for a little while. Like maybe call this the end of season one. We got a yurt. I yep. mean, we tracked this shit through getting the idea, looking for a property, buying a property, building a greenhouse, building a water catchment, building the yurt now, the like sort of crowning achievement thus far. Yeah. I think now is a really natural place to yeah. put a little punctuation mark in there. When was our first one again? Over a year ago? Yeah, yeah. Most seasons don't last that long. <laughs> but just in terms of, like you said, what we've accomplished since we bought the place, I was reviewing pictures today, mm -hmm. and it's just incredible what we've done. Yeah. So, yeah, it's also sort of the end of the current or the what just passed, I guess, phase, right? So the past three months, I've been working this new job, living in LA at our house or at our apartment, working from home. While you and your brother and your mom have been living off the grid up on our property. That's right. I'm still reacquiring English. Yeah. So you've only been back for like four days or something, five days. Has it really, just been four days. I don't like know. A week. Time is... What's today? Tuesday. Today's Monday. Yeah. Five Today's days. Monday, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and we had a lot of fun up there. When was the last time you were there when we put up the yurt and then you left? And we recorded the episode we in the yurt. We recorded the episode in the yurt. So what's happened since then? Maury went back to Chicago. Right. Um, my mom and I installed a pretty wicked irrigation system. Yeah. It's been super hot, and now for the first time in three months, nobody's there. Yeah. So all of those plants that she's been planting. And lovingly watering every day, right. twice a day. We In the last few days, we were there, set up a passive um, capillary action kind of watering system mm -hmm. with those coolers up the hill that provide our shower water that we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, so it's a really cool system and we had a few days to test it and see, to tweak it to where we would get like three to five gallons a day, but the two coolers only hold about 25 gallons. So I think I need to get up there just a quick day trip yeah. with a couple new barrels maybe yeah. and plumb them into the system. Right. In a few days, mm -hmm. maybe in a week. Yeah. It does suck that like, you know, you were there for three months and watered every day, and now that it's been like 105, literally yeah. 105 degrees for a few days up there with nobody there to deal with it. Yeah. On the other hand, nobody had to be up there to live in 105 degrees. Yeah, and that's that's a plus. Yeah. But the whole time we were there, it did 
we did have a few hot days, heat yeah. spells of days over 100, but not multiple days in a row. Right. So I hope they're doing okay. But yeah. I'll find out. And as my mom said, they are just plants and <laughs> I'm more important. And if I don't feel like going up, that's okay too. Because it is kind of silly to take a long trip just for some plants. But I spent a lot of time up there and it's nice to just check in on things anyway. Yeah. So we figured out the yurt thing. Turns out we missed a picture and the caption. Oh, yeah, the instructions yeah, yeah. about cutting that excess vinyl. It's right. a very daunting thing. Um, they could be a little clearer on a lot of things, but that step was our bad. So we cut the vinyl and attached the other side to the door and then put screws all along the bottom edge yep. of the vinyl to hold it against the drip edge. And it's as done as it can be until we get the, the dome opener hardware. Right. That's still apparently en route to us. Yeah, hopefully that makes a difference when the temperatures are really hot because yeah. it's already gotten up over 110 in the year when I had the thermometer in there. Yeah. Mo's big focus while he was here was the storage shed workshop area and the smithy. Right. But we saw lumber prices practically double just in the time he right. was here, yep. which put a major damper on our progress and mm -hmm. kind of forced us to reevaluate our material choices. Right. Anyone out there who's trying to like build a home or build anything knows right now, like in the past year, it's it's like quadrupled. It's crazy. And I guess it's mostly just demand. Um, lumber mills had to slow down with the pandemic and then people wanted to like add on to their homes and build new live workspaces. Mm -hmm. And the supply is just taking a while to catch up. Right. So we started really considering some alternatives like milling our own lumber with the chainsaw, which is incredibly laborious <laughs> and would mean like using a full battery and having to charge the battery after every two by eight cut and sharpening the chain yeah. after every cut, which we kind of laughed at when Maury first got out here. But by the end, we're like, this is insane. We're not going to pay you know, 40 bucks yeah. for a two by four. To me, it seems more like we should just wait for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we have the yurt built, so your mom is somewhere to live. As long as we can put her stuff on the platform of the shed in yeah. some sort of safe way, whether that's in, you know, containers or what. Totes and tarps. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just saying totes. Totes. <laughs> totes and totes. But yeah, so maybe then it would make sense to focus more on non-lumber related projects, right. excavation projects. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's tons of things you can do that don't involve lumber. Right. Alternatively, look into alternative building yeah, sure. materials like Unistrut. Sure. But yeah. only if you really think that that would be just as good. Like, right. I don't want to compromise on the either the look or the structural stability yeah, right. or you know whatever mm -hmm. i don't want to sacrifice other factors just because lumber is expensive right now sure. unless it's something that we absolutely need right now mm -hmm. but in any case that all is just sort of like a catch-up of what you've been doing without me there since i left after we yeah. built the yurt mm -hmm. but more this is just about like a general it's been great yeah <laughs> it's been really good to have this and to have a I mean, a reason to chronicle all of these things that we're doing that would be really easy to forget. And I'm sure we've already both forgotten a ton of stuff that we even did. But now we have a record of it. And that's cool. Yeah, that's sort of what I was saying with the pictures that you you chronicle it and the individual weekends don't feel very productive. The one little phase where you set three or four bricks or 
you know, you, you cut down a tree and that's all you do in a day. Um, but when you zoom out and you get to look at it over the course of a year, um, it really is impressive. Cool. So yeah, where do you see it going in the next six months, say? In the next year, it's sort of just that nothing is ever finished and everything is just an improvement on, you know, the, the basin is going to get bigger. Um, I want to work on that a lot during the summer when it's mm-hmm. dry, get it nice and big and ready for the next rainfall. Yeah. Any um, more firescaping? Fire season's coming. Always and all summer. Yep. yep. Firescaping is probably going to be the next season. Just trying to get all the deadfall cleared and then we're ready for winter and got plenty of firewood. Yep. Um, we do need to build a deck for the yurt because right. it's quite a chasm to get from the ground up into the yurt right, right. now because we had to kind of move the earth around quite a bit there. <laughs> uh, that's one big project. Yep. So I guess that'll take a little bit of lumber. Or something. Or, or something. something. Damn it. <laughs> but anyway. More these dirt, are, more slate. These are some of the projects that we'll have coming up. But yeah. Next season. I think... For the most part, for the next few months at least, it seems like maybe just, you know, small improvements on things that we already have, maintenance mm-hmm. things like firescaping. And trying to make some money to pay for it all. Right, exactly. Um, so, theoretically, your mom is going to live up there in the yurt now? I think so, when she's not taking care of her dad. Right, in San Diego. Uh-huh. I think, I hope that she'll be comfortable enough up there. It's what she said she wanted. At this point, I think there are enough amenities, and I've sort of had a heart-to-heart. She would, of course, rather we're up there, too. Sure. But if she has a choice between living in a cramped And by they, we, you mean you and your brother, not me. Don't forget Dickens. And Dickens, yes, her grandpa. Loves Dickens. And you. (laughs) Um, But I think, yeah, given the choice of living in the cramped apartment with us or living alone on the property, she'd probably take the property. Right. Um, we made enough improvements that I feel okay about my mom living alone up there, which is, I mean, that's always been her her jam anyway. Yeah. But, and that's always been the dream then to get her somewhere she can live comfortably. But yeah, living alone in Napa is one thing when, you know, you can at least scream and someone will hear you, but you know, living alone up there is, I mean, somebody would hear her. We hear our neighbors all the time. We hear them scream all the time. (laughs) We hear the rooster scream all the time. Yeah, that rooster does not know the time of day. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some rooster or chickens one of these years. Maybe. You know, that's not next season. Right. It's a few goats. seasons away. Goats. 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 My goats. Yeah. Goats, goats. So stay tuned. Have a great summer. <laughs> uh, check on back in. What, in the fall? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Same we'll time. see. I mean, it, it really... It really just depends on how, A, how things are going on the property. If there's, you know, really meaningful things to report, maybe we'll check in for a special episode or maybe oh, yeah. just wait, you know, until my current stress level falls mm-hmm. a bit and then we can start doing regular episodes again. I certainly want to come back to it. I really do intend to. So don't think that this is the end because, um, I mean, this homestead is a long-term project, right? This is yeah. going to be a project if not for the rest of our lives, at least for the next 10 years, while we, you know, learn a whole bunch of lessons. We've talked in the past about maybe investing in another even bigger property, maybe somewhere or that isn't quite as... door or... Sure, yeah, or that, but... Um, but maybe one that's not quite as hot or fire prone, somewhere yep. further north, possibly. Or we'll just keep tricking this one out the very best that we can, make it the, the most 
of what we want in the 10 acres that we have. Um, but in any case, I don't think any major changes are going to happen in the next six months or so. Probably not. And just like the, the homestead itself, it's not going to adhere to our calendar. Right. You know, we can plan it all we want, but it's going to kind of take its own time. And I think the podcast is very much like that, too. Mm. It's our thing. It can kind of evolve whenever. Yeah. I mean, I just I just needed to be like honest with myself and be like something in my life needs to to drop because I am so stressed all the time. Um, This is the right choice. So unfortunately or not even unfortunately, because like we said, that this is like a really reasonable, like apt place to call a season one. Yeah. Um, any other general like thoughts that you want to add about the property, about the podcast? Just a ta-ta for now. I think a ta-ta for now <laughs> will do. Everyone have a great summer. Be safe. Stay cool. God damn it. <laughs> Try to find some AC or a bridge. Got to get underneath some bridges if you want to stay cool when you <laughs> live outdoors. Yep, swimming a creek. All right. Well, thanks for being part of season one of The Grid is for Squares. Thank it's you. been really nice sharing this with you and hearing back from people um, and using it as kind of a way not just to communicate what we're doing, but to just kind of stay in touch. Yeah. Thanks for sharing the love with us, everyone. Yeah. Um, if you ever have any questions about homesteading or about stuff we've done, feel free to reach out because... Still love to chat about it. Yeah, we'll be around. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next season on The Grid is for Squares. I'll be good. (laughs) Bye-bye.